You are now tuned into the Commission Show. Please be advised, topic discretion is an individual choice. What it do, all you dreamers and dream catchers? It's your girl, Tamika, and I'm back at it again, baby. All right, so listen, bittersweet day for your girl. Um, I'm actually getting ready to go up here and um, watch my eldest swear into the Air Force. Um, yeah, knew this day was coming. Let me say this, y'all. I am very, very, I feel very honored um, that my son is doing, had, you know, made this decision on his own to, you know, pledge and protect pledge to protect our country and and doing so better himself as a as a man i mean his this whole military thing or air force thing started about because he wanted to pay for school he, he wants to go to college and he we ain't got money to be sending this boy to college and that's just the truth so and uh the the military does the air force does the service does they're going to pay for him to go to school. So, with that being said, um, yeah, that was his decision. That's the route he chose. And mommy and daddy and the tribe, we going to support him. If that's what he feel he needs to do as a man, hey, I'm my hat's off to you. Now, I do feel it's, um, I do feel bad that he going to a whole nother state because that's my baby. But <laughs> he a grown man, y'all. He about to be 21 years old. I can't hold on forever, nor am, do I want to, you know. I've been a mother for a very long time. And, yeah, I don't mind going ahead and letting go. <laughs> and I know that I'm going to be a mother forever. But I don't mind um, that, that, that uh, hold that we have as parents, the need to want to, tell them what they can and cannot do. Nah, I'm 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 drying out. I got <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to do it. Um I'm okay with letting go of that. And but before we even get into today, I do want to ask you all to pray for my baby. You know? But before you do, anytime I ask you to pray, listen. Don't go to God on my behalf and you ain't thanked him first. So before you open up your mouth and say, God, please, no, I think you need to ask, you know, especially on, on Tamika's behalf. Go ahead and thank God first. Then add me and mine then. You know what I'm saying? Like, Father God, please protect her, Tamika's son, Daenerys. We call him Debo. Please put your arms of protection around him. Um, you know, ask God for his protection peace of mind, you know, for him to, you know, do, be the best and, and gain all that he needs to, all the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding that he needs, that he's emotionally, spiritually, financially, and physically equipped to tackle this new stage in his life. Um, so yeah, make sure y'all do that for me. You know, watch, ask God to watch over my baby. Now, I know that God will. I know. But um, 
It's nothing like asking and then thanking God for doing so. So please make sure y'all do that for me, for, me, for my baby today. I, I I greatly appreciate it. Greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. And if you and if you and yours need prayer, call your girl, call in, let your girl know, and I get on I get on on my face, you know, get the praying for you, honey. Show sure enough will. Alright, so listen. I had to get that out so I could get, you know, that's this. I'm if I start just boo-hoo crying, like, nah, y'all, I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I, I, the, the crazy thing is God has given me such peace um, about this situation. Um, I have no control. And I think that when you realize that you don't have no control, it makes the situation so much better. So, um, today, now y'all know, what sidebar, y'all know Thursday, I'm doing uh, the next for the next six weeks, we'll be talking about the black uh, myths in regards to black men. The myths about black men, right? So we all know Tamika is doing that. If you listen to episode yes, uh, 80, was that 83? Or 84? The episode yesterday. If you listen to the episode yesterday, then you know that that's my topic for the next six weeks. And um, I don't want to just start on Thursday. I had, I, I think that it's important that we go ahead and start creating the atmosphere. So I want to create the atmosphere for Thursday, starting on today. And in order for me to do that, it's this, it's something that I, I want y'all to listen to. Now, I was, how I came across this uh, YouTube video was my niece, Punchy, she's 12. She was over getting her hair done. And her mom said, play that video for your TT. And um, she played it for me. Blew me away. I truly believe that everything happens on time, in God, in God's time. <laughs> right? And, and, and you're either, you're always in the right spot, in the right place in your life to receive the things that God has for you. And I, maybe not, you may say, oh, well, that's not true for me. Well, it's true for me, you know. Um, so as I was listening to it, and let me, t- let me set it up because it's powerful listening to the lyrics, but it's all the more powerful when you actually see the video. So I'm hoping that after you finish listening to this entire podcast, that you go and you listen to, well, watch the video, listen to it again. Um, because it's just that good. <clears throat> Excuse me. So let me give you a visual. It's a black, I mean, a white man who, of course, he has the red hat on. He got his, you know, he looks like, now remember, this is just the portrayal. He looks like a racist. Your, 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 what you would qualify or deem your perception of what a racist white man looks like. And you have him sitting across the table from what you would call a hoodlum, a savage, a black, a young black boy, teenager, that uh, pants sagging, hair looks a hot mess, um, yeah, and then on top of that, you have them, you know, the first half of the video is the white man talking to the black boy. Then the second half of the video is the black boy talking to the white boy. Now listen, y'all know I'm big on telling y'all what. 
don't focus on how the message is being delivered. I need y'all to get the message. And I don't want y'all to bypass this. I know some of us like R&B music. Some of us like rap or hip hop. Some of us like Christian or clear um, classical. We all have different genres of music uh, that we uh, enjoy. I'm not looking for you to enjoy this. In, in a sense of, oh, I'm going to play this at home every single day because it's my favorite song. I want you to listen to it so that you can receive some sage. So I can, so we together can create an atmosphere. And I know you hear a lot of noise in the background. That's me getting my, putting my clothes on. I can't just be sitting here talking. I got to be multitasking. Is that right? Do I say multitasking? Multitasking. This guy used to get so mad at me, y'all, because I said it wrong. But y'all know, I, my thing is, y'all know what the hell I'm trying to say. I know that was a right? Anyway, so, um, yeah, I need y'all to pay attention to the words. And don't skip it. You know how sometimes I be like, if this for your virgin ears, then go ahead and skip. No, not today. You bet not skip, not nan, nothing. All right? Pay attention to the words. Please. All right, let's get it. Okay, y'all, so I'm in the car, but I want to play this for y'all. So remember, you want to make sure that you don't focus on the messenger, but just listen to the message. However, the first part of this song is a white man. It's a portrayal of a white man saying this stuff. And the second part is of a black man that's replying to the white man's response. All right? So y'all ready? Here we go. All due respect, I don't have pity for you black niggas. That's the way I feel. Screaming black lives matter. All the black guys rather be deadbeats than pay your bills. Yelling nigga this and nigga that. Call everybody nigga and get a nigga mad. As soon as I say nigga, then everyone react. Want to swing at me and call me racist because I ain't black. Pound that then. Talking about slavery like you was around back then. Like you was picking cotton off the fucking ground back then. Like you was on the plantation getting down back then. Alright. I see a black man aiming his gun. But I'd rather see a black man claiming his son. And I don't mean just for one day and you done. I mean, you still trapped in a rut. I work my ass off and pay my taxes for what? So you can keep living on free government assistance, food stands for your children, but you still trying to sell them for some weed and some liquor or a fucking babysitter while you party on the road because you ain't got no fucking goals? You already late. You motherfuckers need to get your damn priorities straight. Wait. It's like you're proud to be fake, but you lazy as fuck. And you rather sell drugs and get a job and be straight. And then you turn around and complain about the poverty rate. Fuck out of my face. You can't escape problems. You can pray for some change, but can't break a dollar. Got nobody else to blame, so you blame Donald. And fuck the world with a Make America Great Connor. My voice been back. I'm not racist. My sister's boyfriend's black. I'm not racist. My sister-in-law's baby cousin Tracy got a brother and his girlfriend's black. My head's in the cloud. Heard it's not enough jobs for all the men in your house. Maybe we should build a wall to keep the Mexicans out. Or maybe we should send them all to the ghetto for now. I'm not racist. And I never lie, but I think there's a disconnect between your culture and mine. I worship the Einsteins, study the Steve Jobs, but you ride Tupac's dick like he was a fucking god. Oh my god! 
And all you care about is rapping and stunting and being ratchet And that's the nigga within you Music right in your brain and slowly start to convince you That you let your kids listen and then the cycle continues Blame it all on the menu Blame it on those drinks Blame it on everybody except for your own race Blame it on white privileges Blame it on white kids and just blame it on white citizens Aim it to vice president <coughs> Bunch of class clowns Niggas kneeling on the field, that's a flag down How dare you try to make demands for this money You gon' show us some respect, you gon' stand for this country, nigga I'm not racist I'm just prepared for this type of war I heard Eminem's rap at the awards Who's he fighting for? Y'all can take that motherfucker too He ain't white no more It's like you wanna be so famous You'll do anything for attention and a little payment I can't take you nowhere without people pointing fingers Pants hanging off your ass, you ain't got no home training Put your fucking pants up, nigga Put that suit back on, take that do-rag off Take that goat out your mouth, quit the pitiful stuff And then maybe police will stop killing you Fuck you, what the fuck? I'm not racist It's like we're living in the same building but splitting the two floors I'm not racist But there's two sides of every story I wish that I knew yours I wish that I knew yours. Not racist. I swear. With all disrespect, I don't really like you, white motherfuckers. That's just where I'm at. Screaming, all lives matter is a protest to my protest. What kind of shit is that? And that's one war you'll never win. The power in the word nigga is a different sin. We shouldn't say it, but we do, and that's just what it is. But that don't mean that you can say it just because you got nigga friends. Nigga, that word was originated for you to keep us under. And when we use it, we know that's just how we greet each other. And when you use it, we know there's a double meaning under. And even if I wasn't picking cotton physically, that don't mean I'm not affected by the history. My grandmama was a slave. That shit gets to me, and you ain't got no motherfucking sympathy, you pussy nigga. I'm sorry, you can never fail my life. Trying to have faith, but I never felt alright. It's hard to elevate when this country's ran by whites, judging me by my skin color and my blackness. Trying to find a job, and ain't nobody call me back yet. Now I gotta sell drugs and put food in my cabinet. You crackers ain't slick, this is all a part of your tactics. Don't talk about no motherfucking taxes. When I ain't making no dough, you think you know everything, but you don't. You wanna copy our slang and everything that we know. Try to steal black culture and make it your own. Whoa. Fuck, I'm exhausted. I can't even drive without the cops trying to start shit. I'm tired of this systematic racism bullshit. All you do is false shit. This the shit that I'm false with. And you don't know shit about my people. That's what bothers you. You don't know about no fried chicken and no barbecue. You don't know about the two-step or no loose change. You don't know about no two chains or no Kool-Aid. You don't know. And even though Barack was half as black, you hated President Obama. I know that's a fact. You can't wait to get him out and put a cracker back. And then you gave us Donald Trump and I was payback for that. I'm not racist. I never lied, but I noticed a disconnect between your culture and mine. Yeah, I praised Tupac like he was a fucking god. He was fighting for his life way before he fucking died, nigga. Die, nigga. And all you care about is money and power and being ugly. And that's the cracking within you. Hatred all in your brain and slowly start to convince you. Then you teach it to your children until the cycle continue. Blame it on Puerto Rico. Blame it on OJ. Blame it on everybody except for your own race. Blame it on black niggas and blame it on black citizens. Aim it the black businesses. I ain't saying I'm innocent, but... I might be any day now, treating everybody how you want in any way how. I swear North Korea about to bomb us any day now. And now I'm ducking every time I hear a fucking plane now. Shit. You know I make a lot of sense, but you just can't admit it. When Eminem went against Trump, that was the illest. Cause even though he's white, he let us know he's standing with us. I'm not racist, but I cry a lot. You don't know what it's like to be in a frying pot. You don't know what it's like to mind your business and get stopped by the cops. And I know if you about to die or not.
You worry about your life, so you take mine. I love you, but I fucking hate you at the same time. I wish we could trade shoes, or we could change lives, so we can understand each other more, but that'll take time. I'm not racist. It's like we living in the same building, but splitting to both sides. I'm not racist. But there's two sides of every story, and now you know mine. Can't erase the scars with a bandage. I'm hoping maybe we can come to an understanding. Agree to disagree, we can have an understanding. I'm not racist. Okay, 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 cousin. Okay, so listen, good morning, y'all. We back at it. Okay, so I hope y'all enjoyed that. I hope you took something from it. Like I said, I am creating the atmosphere for Consumption Thursday. Hopefully, you tune in on Thursday morning. I have something for y'all as we are going to start tearing down the myths about black men. So, y'all know I'm on my way to go see my baby up here in Columbus. And I got my cousin, my sister cousin in the car, right? So she was like, girl, I really like, what'd you say, Trey? I said, I really like this one because it's, it's focusing on what's going on today as far as black and white issues that's going on. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. I heard that she is focusing on today. But we ain't, that's not going to be our topic today, y'all. But I want y'all to focus on, you know, set the mood. Let y'all know that that's what's to come. I really, truly believe that um, we are in a time where we, we need to talk about everything, not just uh, what's on television, but the stuff that isn't being said as well. And I think that this um, artist had the used his platform to speak volumes. I mean, taking it from two different perspectives, and he did an amazing job. Please call in. Let me know what y'all think. Like I said, the first half of it was the white man, and then the second half was the black man. And go watch the video, because the video itself was just as powerful as the lyrics. I think that, um, especially, I think, yes, well, yesterday, y'all, y'all know I talked about what happened to Mr. Clark, how he was shot eight, was it eight or nine times? Eight, no, he, 20. He, they shot, I heard, I thought they shot uh, 20 rounds, but Only I thought, eight it, of hit him. yeah, I think eight or nine hit him. Yeah. And, um, and he got killed in the back of his grandparents' house. And um, we also listened to a family member talk about how, you know, the 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 living brother, um, he losing his mind. And I don't. Um, I watched a video of him on CNN yesterday, and it. I think that he's taking a different approach, which I respect. Which is okay. If you gonna take my brother's life, you gonna give me something. And it ain't that you gonna give me a bunch of money. You gonna build? He, he got them built in a resource center and a, a library. And the crazy thing is, we gotta ask for those things in our community. I mean, but, I mean, the truth, truth is, we do. But I, I, I just felt like he took a different approach, opposed to tearing down the, you know, rioting and they tearing down the black community and destroying where we live at. He said, Nah, y'all gonna kill my brother. Y'all killed my brother. Y'all gonna build my community up. Y'all gonna give back to my community. And that was powerful. I think that's a, an approach that we all need to take. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know, y'all. It's, that one That one hurt. Y'all know I was boo-hoo crying on that little episode. I had to 
cut that off because I was like, wait a minute. But while we talking about yesterday, yesterday episode, I owe that one girl an apology because I did get her to business, y'all. <laughs> I apologize, Miss Lady. Let me tell you why. Because you are, you have every right to your opinion, and I guess I just got a frustrated because, yeah, I just feel like that. Why? Why everything that it's always got to be something. Sometimes can't we? My mom always say this: if you ain't got nothing nice to say, then don't say nothing at all. Sometimes I just wish some people would just keep their mouth closed. You know what I'm saying? But I neither here nor there. My approach to her was um, a little harsh, and. Um, I ain't about that. I'm all about uh, adding to people, not taking from people. Maybe that's if that's how she feels, she have every right to feel the way she feels. It was that girl. Did you see my picture with the little, um, the the sensual picture, Trace? Okay. Well, it was a picture on Facebook, and this um, girl was like, "Ugh, that's nasty." Just what kids need to see. And I got mad. Like, why, why, why? I don't even know you, chicken. I mean, I'm sorry. Forgive me, y'all. That I shouldn't have called that chicken. I just done asked for forgiveness, and then I'm talking about the help. I'm <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Did y'all hear that? She said it's gonna be a lot of people. It's gonna try to tear your girl down, but we gotta just, you know, it's gonna make it stronger. That's all. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so listen. Over the weekend, I had the opportunity to listen to this. Um, Watch this movie called First Match. It was on Netflix. And um, it was about this girl. I don't want to give all, you know, give it all away. But the movie was amazing. It was about this girl who was brought up in foster uh, foster care. Her mother was uh, dead and her, or deceased. I'm, I'm sorry, that was a little harsh. Her, father, her mother was deceased. And her father was, um, had just gotten out of jail. And uh, what ends up happening is she's, in, you know, going from home to home to home and she has no real foundation. And her, she finds her father, her father gets out and her father uses her. Now, I'm not uh, a movie critic. I can tell you what I like to look at and what I don't like looking at. However, um, what I wanted to do was, it's this guy, he has this, a podcast on here. His name is Mr. No Show. If you're in, if you're going to go watch a movie, I would advise you to go watch, uh, listen to his his uh, podcast because he keeps it all the way 100. He lets you know, like, don't waste your money. Is it worth your time? Um, did you see how that car got over in front of me and then gonna drive like he got? See, I almost went in, y'all. But no, so I'm gonna let y'all li- uh, listen to Mr. No Show. He actually, I actually reached out to him and asked him if he watched the movie and he uh, blessed me with some words and I'm telling y'all, y'all gonna enjoy what he had to say. So, here we go. Alright. First match was dope. It was epic. I hated the father though. But then again, I loved him. Only reason why I hated him is because he kept trying to use his daughter. Let's look at it a different way. What if he was using it? Instead of wrestling it was pro- or fighting, it was prostitution. He was trying to use his daughter to gain something from it. Terrible father. But one thing I liked about him was she even said it herself, Monique. She even said, growing up with my dad, he was there. The majority of the kids in around the neighborhood, they didn't have a father around there for five minutes outside of that. 
So that's why I liked his, liked her father. But for her to stand up and take a stand to make her own direction, that's what's more interesting about that show. And then the second thing about this movie, it was the value of fostering. The Spanish lady, she has to have probably like the biggest heart throughout the whole movie because she didn't even kick her out, even though she did let her do what she was trying to do. So she understood about what it took to be a foster mother. So she gets a lot of my respect. And then the team, the coach, and in a society where a lot of people are just running around doing the wrong things, the kids stuck stuck together and they stayed with her to make her finally understand the decision that she should really take and understand what's going on. The the dude that she was kind of crushing on by her shoes, man. I mean, that's dope. So it's, it talks a lot about the society as a whole. It can be dark and it can be, you know, that light bulb in the back of your mind. So that's another reason why I liked it. Okay, y'all. So y'all know I'm on this road. And it's uh, it's a little dark. And I was going to get off of here and say, uh, chop it up till y'all get a half an hour of my time. That's all your girl was going to give y'all. But then, you know, I got Trey in the car. Say, hey, Trey. Hey. And she won't talk. So I was like, girl, well, why we got to get off the podcast? We might as well talk and let the people know what we be talking about. And so she said... She feel used. Why you feel used, Trey? Tell me why. Why? Half the time, I don't even know you be recording me. You just, just be, I just, you know I be going in. You just be saying stuff. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All the time. I, all tell, the time. I Hold on. This, now, now, listen, listen, y'all. I always tell people, I'm like, look, I'm going to record you. No, she don't. Wait a minute. Let me, <laughs> let me get it out. I say, I'm going to record you for a topic but i don't ever tell you when i'm gonna record you but i tell see y'all see hold on y'all know trey got a potty mouth what? now had she not known she was being recorded she wouldn't have said that's a bull bullshit. crap that's right so that's, that's why that's why i'll never i do say i'm gonna record you for something you go you say one thing uh, one time and then I find out you record me all the time. Well, that's not good. <laughs> Wait a minute. I though. might get secrets. So I might want to say I'll, you record it. I don't, I don't let them hear the secrets. But you don't know if they secrets or not. If I'm just talking to you, I don't even know when I'm being recorded. You don't even know if it's you don't know if it's a secret. It don't be a secret well, all the time. That's because you don't know that. Okay, you want me to ask you if you got secrets? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you just be clever. I might say something that I might just want to talk to my cousin, not to the broadcast. Oh. But you be talking, but I asked you a question, and then you start talking yeah, about it. Okay, well, you know what? See, you know what? I had to tell because I asked everybody in my family, right? I got, I come from a large family. Like, I know I got, my mommy got, it's 15 of them, and my daddy got 10. In total, I got 56 cousins, first cousins, right? And um, so, you know, I reach out to my family first before I reach out to anybody else. I always reach out to my family because I know my family got my back. But I be asking my dad and I'm like, hey, y'all listen to the podcast? Y'all listen to the podcast? I call Trey. I say, you listen to the podcast? You listen to the podcast? And so um, my sister going to say, yeah, I ain't listen to the podcast. I said, hey, check D. Now, everybody got to push this wagon up. I even told my godson this. 
Everybody got to push this wagon up the hill. Don't once it get all sweet. I even be telling Twan this. And when it get all sweet, then you want to help ride down the daggone mountain in the wagon. You know what I'm saying? Everybody better be listening, telling your friends and telling your friends, friends, friends. You know what I'm saying? Ain't that right, cousin? I'm just That's saying right. because I'm gonna be. Now. Yes, ma'am. And you know, push this, push this baby up. Yes, ma'am. We gonna, we gonna enjoy this ride together. Yeah, exactly. So back to you. When okay. I, when I, <laughs> when I record your ass without you knowing, it is what it is. Cause we gonna be on Oprah's yellow couch. I know. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And, and when you see Oprah, how you gonna act, cousin? I'll be like. What you gonna do? I'm gonna say, Oprah, I love you. <laughs> I'm gonna, I might need a, a couple of minutes of silence just to look at it. Like, uh, it's a couple of people. I'm not starstruck. I'm not. I'm not a starstruck individual. Um, I, everybody put their pants on the same way I do. But it is a few people that, if I was able ever able to sit down and talk to, that I think that I just be like first. I would go into telling them how much um, you, impact they made in my life. You know what I'm saying? Um, Oprah would be one. I think Beyonce, I don't listen to her music, but I think she a cold-ass businesswoman. She cold, but I'd be like, what up, B? What it do? That's what I would. I'm like, what up, B? Okay. That's what you do? Yeah, that's what I Okay. Um, one person that will, like, I'd be starstruck with, though, Y'all gonna be crazy. Y'all gonna be like, no, Tamika, are you serious? Listen, this one, this one does something to me. Aunt Mary, Mary J. Blige. Mary the truth. Mary is the truth, man. The I done been with Mary since I was a teenager. Mary the truth. Ain't she? She the truth. I'm just saying. I so. like Mary. I like Mary. Did you have you been listening to her new her little new song? You know, I don't listen to no. I don't listen to music. I lay in the bed because I ain't got nobody to come see me, and I had this knee surgery. And I ain't got nobody to come and visit me. Wait a minute. Did she just go to fucking here? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. What? Might be what? a little depressed. <laughs> nobody knows. Nobody calls and check on me and see how I'm doing or come visit me. Don't nobody bring me no cookie pies, cake, no nothing. I don't even know if I'm eating. I can what be the? anorexic over here. Is you anorexic? No, okay, we'll just stop it. Just stop it. Just stop it. You done took it somewhere else. Ain't it a little <laughs> hot in here? It's a little warm. <laughs> I was getting ready to fix that. Be, I don't know. Don't touch nothing. You don't know nothing about. Um, where, the, where, the, where the heat at? Where mm -hmm. the uh, cooler? Where the cooler at? See, that's why you this can't help. This man, ain't my car. What, that's why you don't let people that's, that's supposed to be your. You, she supposed to be the navigator and she don't know where nothing at. Oh, we turn, can't, turn, we can't it turn it all the way out. Just um, turn it down. You you see them little thingamajigs, the up and down? Yeah, use those, cousin. Oh, this right here. Yeah, cousin, use those. Okay, get that, get that's right. No, okay. I, okay. I, this hot jack over here. Girl, bye. I ain't got so. one of them. I put them in the middle of the cool little iron. I ain't see that. You ain't see that? Okay. No, I don't know what those were. So, listen. Let's change the topic. Because we got what? We got about... 15 more minutes on here. So what we gonna talk about? We gonna talk about, uh, you know what? Let's not talk about, oh, what's this truck about to do? Okay, Gary, get over here. Get away from this one. Okay, here. well, wait a minute, son. You know how, don't you hate when you got people that drive the car with you? 
they <laughs> they just supposed to be riding in the car, but they driving the car with you. Well, I don't like being beside them. Uh-huh. They can't see this little bitty car. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> they, they deuce in the quarter. Uh, sh- did you call it a deuce in the quarter? <laughs> That's a you, look, you know, back in the day, they had deuce in the quarter. Girl, nah, I'm gonna. Don't know about that. Way before your time. Ask your daddy about a deuce in the quarter. My daddy. Ain't no your daddy knows that. Old school. No. You crazy. Old school. No, you crazy. You something else. I know. Okay. So, it's getting a little light out here. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Because, cousin, it was, I was doing 45. I've been watching. First, yeah. she was popping. She yeah. was popping at 65, 70. Yeah. Don't have, wait a minute. Don't be telling me. Well, it's 70 out here. Oh. 70 out here. So, 70, 78, what I'm going right now is so okay. Cool. Okay. Oh, oh. Girl, child, please. So we were talking about the, it's a lot of trucks on the side of the uh, highway, and um, my cousin was telling me that those people that be on the trucks, they can't, once they get to a certain time, what is it, once they get to a time, they got to stop? They got to stop. Yeah, probably get a they can get to a, a, uh, what is it, uh, a rest spot. truck stop. A truck stop. A lot of them can't make it to the truck stop, so they have to pull over wherever they at to get some rest. Mm. My thing is, what if you not had a Red Bull and you still got energy to go? That, 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 that ain't, uh, no. You got too much load back there to be trying to pull a Red Bull. No, you got no, no Red you Bull. Got, no, you got to pull over. So it, it ain't hit you, just like mm-hmm. when you're driving in your car. Yeah, that's and you true. you think you got that Red Bull, you good? Uh, uh, no, you ain't. What the hell was that? What was that? Uh, uh. What was that? Like, <laughs> what was that? Like back, like you back. No, you only back for like five to ten minutes, then that Red Bull ain't in there no more. Mm. Okay. Hey, I do want to talk about this though. Yesterday, um, on the podcast, I was talking about uh, Stefan Clark, right? And how, as a mother, you know, it's difficult to see the stuff that's going on. How they killing our, killing our um, African American men and our now our kids. I mean, not even now, but killing our babies. And uh, what you say? I said they killing these kids like they Yeah, they is. And um. It's hard. It's hard because, as a parent, um, I remember one time I had told this. I'm gonna recap real quick this story about how when we first moved in our neighborhood, Debo was walking in the backyard and uh, across the the little back path, and this uh, police officer, these two white police officers, watched my baby walk across the fit, the little area, and it scared the shit out of me. And I told him like, "Hey, don't walk over there no more." And like how we just got to tell our kids uh, the conversations that we have with them about when they first start driving. Like, you got to do this and you can't do that. And you got to, you know, how how do you feel? Hey, y'all, we ride past the truck and she done sat all the way up. <laughs> she was leaning. So, anyway, how, you okay? Yeah, I want to make sure you got past it. <laughs> got a little shaky ground over there. I was it out. <laughs> okay, so listen. As a parent, how do you feel? Um, like, what were some of the things that you told your kids, especially when they first started driving, just because they're black black boys? Tracy, let me tell you this. Okay, Lord Jesus, told let me. me say this. I don't care what you tell your kids. You can tell them to put they stick their hands out the window. Don't move. Don't do this. Get out the car and lay down on the ground. Whatever you feel like you can tell your kids. They try to make them safe. If the police want to shoot them, they're going to shoot them. That's true. Because a lot of these kids that have been shot, 
they, they, they didn't have anything in their hands, nothing. And they shot them anyway. So it doesn't matter what you tell your kids. Because they can do the things that's right. Put their hand on the steering wheel, stick your hand out the window, lay down on the ground, don't move, shut up, don't say anything. But if the cop want to shoot and he's terrified, he's going to shoot. So what claim to be terrified? Exactly. I can't see how you terrified of somebody who ain't got nothing. Yeah, that's true. See, I've been on with white because in a minute they you got white people. I'm sorry, that got guns, but ain't none of them getting shot. Ain't none of them getting shot. Why you ain't fearing them? Why is why is you so fear of the color of my skin? I mean, it's the color of my skin. If I was white, would you be or? Would you act the same way? No, I'm not saying it. They not showing it. Right. It don't make sense to me. Mm. It ain't my fault that I'm black. Right. This is how God made me. So you angry that God made me this way? Wow. You got hatred for me because of the color of my skin? Really? But do you think that even though um, like we, we've lost so many Hold on, cousin, let me do this. I'm not speeding up if he about to swerve over. You know what, you need to sit in. Well, he's scared the hell out of me, so I want you to go shoot. Go ahead, let him go. <laughs> Let's come on, get past his ass, believe me. In the rain, he can't see us. And what, cousin, stop. yes he can. No, he can't. <laughs> if oh. not, we'll go over here in this grass. Okay. Be now we gonna get out. What? That's wet as hell. If you'd rather be wet and not make it to the thing, then then not live to see another day. Okay. I, we already done prayed over. I already, yeah, we prayed over the car. So why you all up in your, why you got your, your thong in a bunch? Okay. So listen, Um, here's my thing. I think that, what's wrong? I think that uh, this is how I feel. Sometimes in order for change to actually take place, it's gonna it's it's gonna seem like things are gonna get really worse. And um it is. But I can honestly say that it it's it's not better, not by far. I think we needed Donald Trump. I know I done said this before. We needed him because he did bring the elephant, the imaginary elephant that we knew existed. He brought it to the yeah, he brought it to the forefront. So now you able to hear what uh white people how some, not all, but how some white people feel. You know what I'm saying? And and, and they and they letting it, letting it be, letting it be heard. And some and, of them your friends. Oh yeah, most definitely. Some of them are your friends. Like, yeah, but in order for change to start taking place, we gotta talk about it. We gotta start hitting this stuff, hitting it, hitting it where it, where it start. And as long as we keep pushing it under the rug, right. we can't never make change. And that's what I think is happening. I that. Trump, if he ain't do nothing, he is the, the, the start of us being a, a greater America. Not the Ameri not what he think is going to be great. He ain't making great, uh, America great again. God is using him and he don't even know he being used. And that's just what I see. Y'all may be like, Tamika, you, you all off, you way off, but that's how I feel. I know, like, we, you know how when families have family secrets and nobody ever talk about them? And then you got a, what they call them, a generational curse. 
and then and, and it doesn't the generational curse doesn't stop until somebody brings it to the forefront like let's talk about it you know through talking about it we can find resolutions to healing and when i seen what i seen in sacramento wasn't just black people rallying or tearing up nothing it was people gathering together the melting pot saying hey quit killing african-american men because they are a part of the american culture too quit killing our men it that the crazy thing is it, it wasn't just black women that was there it was white women women hispanic women because they that's their men too and that's what happens when you do integration you know what i'm saying it's integration and we needed that so it, it was bad before it's gonna get worse y'all but stand strong allow your voice to be heard be a be a, you know a model for your community and um like i said i'm using my platform and i see that the nba they did hey what y'all think about uh cabernet when he took a knee and then he got black uh black ball in the nfl and everybody was saying that they weren't gonna watch um uh football but then they but you know what though i heard that um their ratings went down so some people suck to you know not watching it what did you think did you think did you take a knee did you not watch football, I watch football what man. the hell <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. that's how i, I felt about Monique. well Monique, did you well Monique was talking all that stuff about boycotting oh uh, yeah but you ain't gonna agree you don't believe her I think something she done herself. Yeah. Because in, in, in the industry she is, sometimes there mm. are things that you have to do. Exactly. You have to. You can't say, after you sign a contract, I don't want to do it. It's in your contract. You've got to do it. Mm. You didn't want to do it. Okay. But she blackballed herself. Mm. And we always so quick to blame somebody else that always kind of checking our failures. Mm -hmm. That's how we need to check ourselves. Now, I mean, I'm all, I mean, whatever that man want to do, take a knee. If, that, that, if that's what he want to do, that's what he want to do. Right. Did you support him taking I'm, a knee? I'm proud of the people. Did you put your ripped fist up in the air, yeah. man? I hate her. <laughs> I'm proud of the people. Like, I don't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. I mean, not the Pledge of Allegiance. What is that thing called? The National <laughs> <laughs> She say the pledge of allegiance. You gonna stay at the day? Oh yeah. Well, my knee hurts. Yeah, does. Your knee hurt for real? Yeah, it does. You wanna scoot back? No, I'm good. You uh, got some medicine? It's raining. It's raining, oh. it's raining so it's gonna hurt. Like it's gonna hurt like hell. Oh, is it? You ain't got no no, yeah, no I, crack. I, yeah, I, yeah, I got it. You got I, crack? I, okay. Okay, go ahead. Okay, cousin, go ahead. We know it's gonna hurt. I mean, I'm going to feed you, though, real good. Okay. okay, go ahead. The thing is, I don't stand for it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that I'm, um, you know, I appreciate what uh, what the uh, soldiers and everything did, but I, to each his own. Mm-hmm. Well, float your boat. Whatever floats your boat. Right. I'm not, he, I, I don't, I think everybody took what he did the wrong way. Mm -hmm. I don't, he wasn't trying to disrespect nobody. Right. He was just saying, I ain't standing for what I want to stand for. Right. And they took it all out of context. They made it, they made it, uh, a lot, uh, 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 most America 
turned it into something that wasn't supposed to be turned into. Yeah. But that's what happened. I think that um hence the problems that we got. You got society telling you what telling you people's vision opposed to allowing a person to be tell you this is why I'm doing this. Not I don't need you to speak for me. Let me speak for myself. Like, I was talking to this guy last night, right? We got into an argument. We always argue, but I like talking to him because he, um, he made me, I like to argue, point blank and period. <laughs> I like to debate, and I like to hear different opinions. And so we were talking about how, um, you know, the difference between African-American men and um, African men. And uh, he was saying that, you know, Nigerian men are strong, and they this and they that. And that black men, they, you know, they because they've been oppressed, that they cry babies and they, they want to live up underneath a, a man, I mean, a woman to take care of them. And I'm like, that's not true. Um, don't allow what you see on TV to be your, your you know, to depict the perception, give you a perception of all black men. All black men ain't like that. Do you agree? Do you think they all... Because we y'all got quiet. I can't, I can't put all of them. Yeah, yeah, all of them ain't I like can't, that. But I can't put damn it, there's majority. What the fuck? Jesus hold me. <laughs> you said majority. You might as well put a ball in there. I can't put a, it's a few of them out there that want to stand. Is it possible that you just ain't ran into no good man? I mean, not no good, ran into no good man, but you ain't. Cause some, is it possible that you just don't know a lot of them because? You ain't, yeah, I don't know, cuz. No, we, we got, the men, most, some of the men are nowadays, they ain't nothing punks. Wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, I, if Baby, we need to, yeah, that's true. I mean, like, they punks, man, they punks. Well, but shoot, that's they, they me and period. They want take, take care of. No, a man don't want no woman to take care of. Not no, I mean, like. I mean, it's a, not, that ain't just black men that do that. I mean, hit on women. It's white men that do it too. Black, yeah. Mexican men, African I mean, men. Right. So, and we lay down and we take care of somebody who hit me. What the? What you want somebody to hit you for? What you want somebody to hit you for? Every man that I meet, I tell them, I am not a regular woman. I am somebody different. I tell them all that. What does that I mean? What that mean is, if you put your hands on me, I ain't gonna be one of them women. I'm gonna tap that ass. Oh. So I let them all know. So if you think about it, let let it be known there is precaution that's gonna be taken. Oh. Now, I ain't saying how I'm gonna hit you. I might not hit you while you awake. Oh. I might hit your ass when you sleep. Man, you stop it. <laughs> Wait a minute. My what cousin, right? <laughs> we gonna call her cousin Jay. I ain't gonna put her business out there, but my cousin Jay, right? Lord Jesus, tell me why she was like she had told her uh, boyfriend. Um, I guess it was. A, I'm gonna say her boyfriend. Um, like, hey, don't keep coming in my house late at night, right? <laughs> She's like, and uh, he 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 didn't listen. So she said he had came in one night. He was, he came in late. She had to get up and go to work. And he had crawled in the bed. She was getting ready for work. He was sleeping and slobbing and snoring. Why did my cousin Jay start beating his ass with a belt? 
Jesus, that's what I'm talking about. Jesus, she whooped that ass. I bet you woke up like in a bitch mode. I think he learned his lesson. He got that ass Literally. I really wish I could have that on video. Girl, you crazy. <laughs> I was like, ah, like, what's he screaming like a girl? Oh, I don't know. Woo, woo. That takes you back oh. to your mama days. Okay, y'all. Oh, we about God. to get off of here. I know they. <laughs> she shouted as hell. We done exceeded our time, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed it. He told he was getting whooped by his mama and daddy back in the day. Oh, God. Oh, okay, y'all. Have a blessed day. Y'all know I'll never stop. He's <laughs> still laying. Y'all know I like to leave y'all with nothing without giving y'all something. So be safe and be blessed. Until tomorrow.